Engage for Success Radio, raising the profile of employee engagement and shining a light on good practice for people who believe there's a better way to work. Good afternoon and welcome to Engage for Success Radio show number 503, empowering colleagues to have a voice and play their part. Today, we're going to be talking about the impact on employee engagement through a digital app. I'm Joe Dodds, your host for today. I'm an engagement consultant working within the Engage for Success core team. The Engage for Success movement is an inclusive movement committed to the idea that there is a better way to work by releasing more of the capability and potential of people at work. We spread the word about employee engagement and shine a light on good practice, inspiring people and workplaces to thrive. And we're widely supported across the UK, involving the public, private and third sectors. If you go to our website, engageforsuccess.org, you can use the link at the bottom of the page to join our newsletter list and all our social media links are there too. So my guest today is Anne-Marie Griffiths, who's Head of Internal Comms and Engagement for DHL Supply Chain. Welcome, Anne-Marie. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Joe. Thanks for having me today. Lovely. So start by telling us a bit about you and your role within DHL. Brilliant. Okay. Uh, well, I have the privilege, absolute honour to be the Head of Internal Comms and Engagement, as you've said. I've worked in DHL Supply Chain for 28 years. And as you saw from my profile, um, on the website, I have had a variety of roles, which I believe makes a great communicator. Um, so I have a diverse range of roles in my history, from customers and operations to currently learning and development and the communication, but over 40,000 colleagues in the UK and Ireland region. I've got to, I've got to say, it's a right mixed bag. Every day, we don't know what's going to come across our table, but I ensure that our approach from a comms and engagement point of view fits the purpose that we need as a business. So we enable our managers to be the best communicators they can be. It's my role and my team's role to really enhance what our strategic narrative is for our colleagues to be able to understand that every single role in our business plays an imperative, important role in our region. And ultimately, improving the uh, employer experience, as all great communicators do, Joe, to become that great place to work. So a real mixed bag of experience from um, head of internal comms and engagement. And I haven't just done communications in the past. I have literally done everything. Yeah, I can see, as you say, from all your profiles. <laughs> how important do you think it is to have had all that sort of broader experience when it comes to comms? Because sometimes people come straight into comms from university or, you know, from a sort of more junior role where they've not got much experience. And you clearly have got a ton of um, business experience and experience within the organisation. Did that make it easier? I think it does make it easier because absolutely we've got to have a message. You've got to understand what the purpose is for that message, but you've also got to be able to understand how people might receive that message on the other line. So that mm. can be from the front line, from operational, from a driver who's out on the road, who doesn't sit behind a desktop or a laptop um, having the beauty of receiving emails all day. And that's why the app was such a game changer for us. So I think from from my experience over 20 years of being, you know, from a, an administrator all the way up to a general manager of a site, I can bring that to the team. And, and some might say that my closest number two is um, a real communications expert. And we're, we're the yin and yang. We absolutely work hand in hand to make sure the communication and the message that we're trying to get across is engaging and hits the note for all of our employees rather than just a select few behind a laptop, if that makes sense. 
Yes, yeah, yeah, lovely. So you uh, presented us a conference that uh, Joe Moffat, the the other Joe, as she's called, <laughs> as am I, <laughs> um, at a conference that Joe was chairing, I think. And um, you talked about your employee app and the benefits you'd seen. Um, I suppose my first question is, you know, why did you go to the conference to talk about it, and why are you here with us today? Because one of the things we find when we're, uh, you know, getting people together and 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 trying to get people to speak at conferences is that it's normally, you know, consultants and and specialists outside of organisations who have to sort of sell their wares. Who are very happy to do that. It's not often easy to get people from within organisations to come and talk about their organisation. You know, for a whole host of reasons. Sometimes yeah. their you know employer won't let them do that anyway. But uh, you know, often it's not seen as being you know, as important or, or whatever before we came on you sort of mentioned uh you know you're a communicator so you should communicate <laughs> and here we are but uh, you know tell us more about sort of why you wanted to tell you know the world if you like not that we're that big <laughs> about what you've been doing at uh at DHL and, and about the app particularly I think it's really important from a communications point of view and from a leader's point of view to share our experiences whether they're good bad or ugly that it's been an experience and that you want to, to to show other people that there's a way out or there's a way forward or there's something different. Or in our case, this was a game changer. We've been on this journey with our internal employee app for nearly five years now. We can't quite believe it because I can remember day one of it being launched. But it has been a positive one, but it has been a learn as you go. Uh, so there was only two two countries in pilot and one was in the UK and one was in Denmark. And I think we're, you know, we've, we've spearheaded it from the start because we absolutely believed it as a team. Um, so I want to share those key takeaways. And, you know, I could talk about it every day. I could talk about it 24 hours a day. But I really hope that it hope that it'll help other IC professionals, but other leaders to see that, when you've got something and it's changed the game from an internal communications and an engagement and an employee experience point of view, that we need to grab it with both both hands and talk mm-hmm. to each other and share those takeaways and share those lessons learned. And, you know, if we've made a mistake or we think, actually, we wish we hadn't done that, but we, you know, do this instead and we can share those stories, surely we're helping someone and making it more effective for someone in the future that might be going through that same experience. Yes, lovely. I really appreciate it. So, so sort of start by, you know, telling us, you know, what what was going on or not going on at the time when you decided to to implement and uh, and and how it went from there. Let, let's get the full yeah. story. We've got, we've got okay. hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, in uh, just to outline that our UK and I region has over four hundred sites and locations, varying from three people in a porter cabin to three thousand people at a Solihull site, for example. Um, so we've got a, such a wide range of uh, businesses and customers and employees doing like uh, 15,000 people sitting in front of a laptop to 25,000 people being out on the road and not having access to emails. So mm. we realized that cascading messages was getting harder and harder. And don't forget, this was just pre-COVID as well. So it was pre-pandemic. But we'd re- recognize that yeah, things are getting more difficult now to cascade. We cannot rely on a manager cascading every message that we're sending him or her through uh, a laptop or through an email. 
So we yeah. looked at different um, opportunities and then literally from a global communications team, because we report into them as well, we got a message saying, oh, actually, we've got this app and we'd like to test it. Would you like to be part of the pilot? Well, that was it. We were like, yes, 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 this could change. And obviously outside of the workplace, apps were up and coming and, you know, the mobile phone that wasn't around when I first started in business was taking off. And, you know, that thought of, my gosh, we could ping somebody a message and tell them what was going on in an instant. And we didn't have to rely on three or four layers of managers to cascade that message to someone in, oh my gosh, we were so excited. So that was nearly five years ago now. And it was, oh, here's some licenses. Go out and see whether they like it. And we were like, yep, yep, we'll have them. And I think we started off with just over 2,000 licenses, which was enough just to reach out to a diverse range of a small port cabin to a large site and just get their feedback. So it naturally progressed from there, to be quite honest, because we we very quickly recognized that this was going to not replace any other channel, but this was going to enhance all our channels that we could use to communicate to all our employees across the UK and Ireland regions. And that was the early days. And that feels like it was yesterday, to be quite honest, because we've just continued to drive it forward. And everyone from our senior management, and we got the backing from senior management within probably within six months of running the pilots across the licenses that we held. They could see it. Our CEO loved it. I mean, he could record a video and he could pop pop it on there. And there was just, it was just there in an instance. And we used all our other channels. So this didn't replace anything. This enhanced that engagement with all our colleagues, whether they had an email or they didn't have an email. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the early days. And, and, and that's why I can talk about it till the cows come home, as they say. Lovely. Um, so yeah, so how how did it happen? What 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 how you know <laughs> you say yes we want to do it and then how do you roll it out? How do you make it a success? And then we and then we just prior to COVID, so you can imagine we got all excited, we got these pop-up stands, we got selfie sticks, we got loads of little collateral to giveaways and said, Okay, let's go out to sites. So as you can imagine, with a small team that we are, we had to prioritise some of the sites. We got the ones that had easy access to colleagues in a canteen that they were allowed the mobile phone because not, not every site is allowed to take the mobile phones in for various reasons. So we we piloted it in across more sites and across a diverse range of sites. So from our retail uh, to our energy sector, et cetera, et cetera. So we popped up. We literally popped up as a little communications team, split ourselves into teams of two, took an iPad along, took their access codes um, and gave a good way, gave a giveaway away, should I say, to those that were signing up and showed them how to use it, showed them that they could have access to various social walls um, and were there. We were physically there. And yeah, it took off from there. And then the dreaded pandemic happened and we had to stop being out and about sites and we had to think creatively on how do we get an access code safely to uh, a member of our team, whether they be in Daventry or up in Scotland, how do we get that safely to them in a secure way, you know, with all the GDPR regulations, et cetera. So we had to think differently. We had to do more targeted campaign. But actually, because of COVID and because of people wanting to know in an instant, right, what's Boris saying now? What do we need to know now for going into the workplace tomorrow? Because obviously supply chains didn't stop. Um, and actually that catapulted us into, I think it was over 10,000 users within a month 
um, wow. because people realise that actually I've had this app. I don't need to wait for my manager to tell me what's happening next. Yeah. But I know because we had a task force, we had a pandemic task force that was able to access the app. And in an instance, you know, 5 p.m., um, our PM would announce what was happening. And by six o'clock, we had that message out there of this is what it means to us now as a business. This is what you need to do to be safe in, the, in your workplace or safe at home. And we mm-hmm. were able to do that. And that actually COVID was, a resu- as a result of COVID, we increased our usage and we increased our engagements. Sad that it is the pandemic that was actually as a result of people realising that they could get the message in an instant rather than having to wait. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting, isn't it, how many sort of um, success stories have come out of that whole mm. period as well as obviously all the, the trauma and all the you know terrible things that happen but you know some things really have moved forward I was reflecting the other day about uh, contactless pay and how you know you just occasionally you go to places that just take cash now and then there's loads of places where you you think wouldn't possibly do it contactless and they and mm-hmm. they do big issue sellers being a good one you know no no longer yeah, people so they haven't got any cash anymore <laughs> I know I know I, don't, I can't actually remember the last time I had cash in my purse to be quite no. honest it's very yeah. strange yeah interesting so what about some some takeaways then from um, your story? So things that uh, if if people are thinking about, should we do this in our organisation or, or, you know, what are the implications? What are the benefits? Or why should we do it? What sort of things would you say? Uh, just to name a few. Um, the journey that we been on um, meant a lot by having the backing from senior management, by having them visible on the app meant, oh, Oh, so that's our CEO. Oh, our CEO's just been to that site today. Or our CEO's coming to our site today. So really using our senior management to show their support as well as my own support. So you couldn't be the head of internal comms and engagement pushing an app and, you know, talking about an app if you're not present yourself. So my team and me are really, really present on there. We like and comment some of the stories, as many as we can, anytime we're running a competition. So the third advice would be run a competition. And that can be anything around, you know, spreading a message about uh, DEIB or corporate responsibility or safety. And certainly over the last few years, well-being, absolutely well-being offering and reminding people what we can give them as a provider of many, many sources of information, whether that be whatever well-being or you know talking strategy one minute talking well-being the next it gives you that flexibility to really simplify a message but get get it out there in an instance and then really actually I think for the key thing for us as an internal comms team is you know we're not having to push articles out anymore we trawl through the social wall which can be really busy if we're running a competition but we'll run through the social wall and we'll see things like Oh, here's me and my wife celebrating 25 years working anniversary in DHL and the name of site. Well, that is information we hold in the background, information we can get hold of. But seeing our frontline colleagues and any colleagues celebrating something, we're able to piece together some great stories and go, look at all these families that work in DHL, for example. Mm-hmm. And so we're pulling the information from the social wall. We ask them absolutely we'd like to show you and we'd like to feature you in this we get their authority to do that and it's only shared internally but it pieces together some wider stuff that actually was never visible before because I don't know about anybody else but my internal comms team can't be everywhere especially over 400 sites around the UK and I we have a lot of contacts we have a great champions network of communicators 
However, 40,000 colleagues is a lot of people to talk to every day to find out what's going on. But what the app gives you is those instant stories of people celebrating 25 years service, 20 years being married, the birth of a grandchild, the birth of a son. And suddenly you're just piecing together how great and how diverse everybody is doing stuff, whether that be painting an old people's home, painting a, a garden wall in a school or giving something back to food banks, et cetera, et cetera. Honestly, that the list goes on. But this is all now visible to us in an instance. And they're loving the fact that they can share the stories and actually share best practice as well. You know, mm. We've never had a tool that's been able to say, I'm here and we've just, uh, I don't know, redecorated our canteen and we've been able to get such and such put in here for free. Oh, how did you do that then? And people are talking to each other. People are able to connect to each other. And that for me is why we call ourselves, you know, connecting people, improving lives. That is what we're doing because we're not only improving a colleague at Daventry or a manager up in Scotland. We're able to do all that through the app and through the app as well. I'm not too sure whether any other app does this, but we can actually do training as well. There's a training app as part of that. Mm -hmm. So we do um, training. So anybody can do you know, do it in the break times, do it at home whenever. So it gives them access to lots and lots of HR materials and tools like that. I could mm. go on forever. Sorry, Joe, I just realised <laughs> I have really long responses here because I've loved it and, and eaten it for five years, as people would say. I have eaten this app for five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So five years, as you say, it's quite it's quite a long time. Um, And in the sort of life cycle of these sorts of, uh, initiatives quite often organizations you know implement things like this get really excited and they last you know they, I don't know a year of excitement a year of you know sort of apathy and then it just sort of drops off sort of thing and we're here five years later and you're still you know so enthusiastic about it and it's clearly still being utilized really well what do you think the secret to that has been I think it's um believing in something and yeah, never letting go. The benefits just continue as we continue to improve things on, on the app. I mean, hopefully we're about to enhance some of the some of the different things that we've had for a couple of years now. It's I feel like a bit of a, a badger, to be quite honest, where I never let go of something if I believe in something and, and the whole team does as well. Um, and the stats prove it. So we've got the data to prove it and that's what we talk about when we give our quarterly updates to our senior leadership teams and that goes all the way up to global that we're able to show that data so we're not just talking about it and say it's great the stats prove it you know from an engagement rate to 2,000 people entering a competition when we only ran it for 24 hours um, to frontline having access to it's not just people sitting behind a, a laptop using it it's people on the mobile so therefore when they're walking and looking at the phone they'd be able to see things in an instant mm -hmm. so I think it's been a variety of things I think it's the belief as a team the data that proves that it's worth it and that our investment in it from competitions to stories, et cetera, is definitely worth it. And then overall, once a year, we do our um, annual employee survey. And again, it's it's part of that, that we actually send the link out on the app to fill in the survey so we can see it's different usage. Um, and overall, the DHL group have nearly, I think it's over 70% active. I mean, that's over... 400,000 people are using this app globally. So mm -hmm. proof is in the pudding as more countries come on board. Obviously, different legislations in different countries make it easier or harder for that implementation. 
but working with the local teams and for us as a UK and I region sharing our best practice we continue to do that we continue to be you know real vocal about it mm-hmm. so um, yeah that's the journey and I, I can't see it ever going away to be quite honest Joe I'm always come on why can't we improve that experience that user experience for me is really critical as, yeah. especially being that we've used it for five years like you said we don't want people to get bored no so what is the user experience so if I was a, a new employee and I you know rocked up at wherever for my first day yeah what what how's it introduced and, and what do they get to see and what can they access and and so on it's part it of their um it's what well, it's great actually in the last few months what we've done is being able to make it part of their pre-boarding journey so they'll get a link to like a front screen as you can imagine and then if they walk through the front door, which I'm hoping, you know, 99.9% of people do en- end up walking through the front door and not getting a job somewhere else, um, then they'll get the the link that takes them into the live version. So they'll get a pre-boarding link, which takes them to various information about DHL supply chain and DHL globally. And then as they walk through the front door, they get confirmation that I've walked through the front door now, I'm here, my driver. They'll get a secondary link. And it's part of their onboarding experience over those three months. They'll get introduced to different elements of it um, and have access to it. Everything that anybody that's been using it for five years has access to. So it's as simple as a click. There's your link. There's your username, password, and um, everything's really secure and everything's really Mm -hmm. easy. It should be a click of a button. It's yet another app for the phone. Yes. Yeah. And so what sort of functionality? So they they can access training. They they get... They can access their online pay slips. Mm -hmm. They can Mm -hmm. uh, see all their well-being um, and benefits. So the compensation and benefits schemes that we run, which is staff discounts for lots of shops, well-being services, um, employee assistance program. They can email the senior leadership team from there direct if they've got a Mm -hmm. question in general about the business. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a DIB dedicated tile, everything about diversity and inclusion, joining one of our employee resource groups. Um, they can talk to anybody in the UK and Ireland uh, region by having a, a social wall um, dedicated to the UK and Ireland. And then we've got real specific social walls because we realised there was different communities out there that might just want to talk about what they need to talk about. So we're part of the military covenant. Um, and so we have a armed forces wall where people can join if they've come from the military, they know somebody in the military or they're interested in becoming um, a member of our armed forces wall where we do specific events for that. We've also got our driver social wall. So we've got about 8,000 drivers in the UK. And again, if they're wanting to talk something, I'm trying to name something now, to do with the taco graph, <laughs> they might not necessarily want to share that with the other 30,000 people using the app. However, they might just have a, a question about the tachograph that they can at least talk to another driver about. So very, um, very unique in the fact that, you know, if I'm in the HR social wall, again, they could be reaching out for something to do with help on a 2P transfer. For, and they're only talking to that HR community because they know that because they're in the HR social wall. So very specifics like that. And then I think one of the other positives i would say so whatsapp isn't really secure from a business use as you know it can get hacked and everything else whereas through the app they have a chat group which is purely confidential no one can see what they talk about in that chat group apart from the people that are members of that chat group so if i was a a first line manager and i had a group of 20 operatives working for me i might want to send them a message that says don't forget we've got the barbecue tomorrow or don't forget 
it's Anne-Marie's birthday tomorrow and we're celebrating it with a piece of cake or something like that. And he can or she can talk to those 20 employees very privately and very direct. So it's a bit like WhatsApp, but it's more secure. Mm -hmm. So lots and lots of things, to be quite honest. Yes, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And also on top of all of that, then from a DHL group, so that's our global groups, so that's including our express and our global forwarding divisions, that they for, they can send out any very corporate type of messages or any news like the employee surveys coming up, don't forget to fill it in, or these are our Q3 financial results. So they post some real wide-ranging corporate news as well, which you know some people are interested in. And as a very open and transparent business, it's great to see those messages coming from our global CEOs as well as our um, UK and I CEO. Yes, yeah, yeah. And so, if did you did you monitor your engagement levels sort of before and and after, during, and all that sort of thing, as in employee engagement, sort of through a survey or anything. Well, we've got our engagement. So it's connected to our Power BI that gives us lots of stats. Um, So we're fortunate that that's been in place probably within 12 months of us because we needed to know how how we were going to track it. So, yes, we're fortunate in, in, in the fact that we can monitor our how many people are registered how many people are applying for um to be registered and then obviously everything that we do from maybe a campaign to a competition we can monitor the success of those and how many people this is the figure that we're quite keen on at the moment which is how many people every month return to to the app because what we don't want is a one-hit wonder of i've signed up and but i've never used it yeah. What we want people to do is sign up and have a reason to go onto there. So things like being able to log onto their online payslip or get some well-being support or something like that. Those are all initiatives that we've tried to continue the journey on to make sure they return. And at the moment, I'm glad to say over 40% return at least once a month. And that can be either to view an article, to like, to comment. Everything's tracked. Um, every interaction on our app is tracked. So to give you a hint, we ran a, a world safety campaign earlier on. It's an annual campaign we run across the globe. Um, and just in our region alone in that week, so that's a five-day week, um, saw over 30,000 interactions on the app for posts regarding World Safety Week. Wow. And that is phenomenal. Yeah. That is absolutely blown everybody. Yeah, everybody yeah. is just... So, that, so that's proof about, you know, from the internal comms point of view... If the message is right and people have got that emotional engagement and who wouldn't want to go home at the end of a working day safe, then that was proof that says, there you go. And these are these are people from all over our business celebrating World Safety Week, whether that be doing something in a meeting behind shut doors, out on the shop floor, doing something operationally, out on the road as a driver, doing something. Everyone has that emotional connection, don't they, Joe? And that's why yeah. the messaging is so important. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And um, so... Is there anything else you're working on alongside the app? <laughs> the app I just do, you know, yeah, in between the calls, let's have a look, see what's going on in the business. It's great like that. People think I, I use it in the bathroom, but I don't. I do have a break from it, but I am a bit obsessed. Um, but the other thing to go hand in hand with, you know, keeping our channels alive and making sure that we're communicating to all levels and anybody wherever they work in our business is our digital comms boards. So as simple as it sounds, it is a large TV. Uh, we use um, we use a tool 
to bring them to life and we have a format to use that means that we can push a message from our UKI uh, internal comms team, which is my team, we can push that to all the comms boards that are out in all our sites. And people are like, oh, yeah, what's that going to do? And I said, well, that's not to replace the conversation. But don't forget that we do have agency working in, in DHL. Uh, so if an agency person can't get the app, which they can't, because obviously you need to be a full-time employee for DHL group to get the app, then mm. this gives them those same messages, but on a TV. So we can give them an instant message from our board or from our CEO um, through this TV screen. And I can be sitting in Barbados, I wish, and send it through this magical app to all the digital comms boards. So we've started, we did a pilot at the end of uh, 2022. We got the board approval to go ahead and deploy them from January. Um, and we're still working on getting TV screens everywhere. As you can imagine, it's not a, an overnight task, but... We're cracking on with it and so far the feedback has been phenomenal so yeah. they work on it locally so they can it saves them walking around a site trying to you know keep posters up to date and everything else again somebody at site operates it it literally it's minutes every day to update it and that can be don't forget we've got an open day on saturday we're doing this csr event we've got some important visitors coming today oh welcome to the customer on site today you can use it for so many different messages but for me it's important for us to have that little corner of the tv screen where we can dedicate it to messages from the uk and i region so they not only get to see what's going on locally in their site they get to see what's happening around the uk and i so we're again enhancing that employee experience by giving people that information in a more relaxed atmosphere and in a more um digital way and in, in an instant because i can suddenly go oh i've got this message really important god forbid it was another pandemic but there you go there you go it's all it's gone to all 400 sites yes yeah yeah lovely so that's quite exciting to be quite honest yeah it sounds it so um you've got your hands full <laughs> just a little bit just a little bit lovely thank you so much for your time today Amory. it's been so interesting hearing uh not only the success of the app but your enthusiasm for it and your continued enthusiasm for it yes uh actually uh, we ended 2022 with over 1.5 million interactions on our app so i am very very pleased every year year on year we've seen an increase show so if anyone doesn't believe that the data speaks for itself, please reach out. <laughs> yeah, brilliant, lovely. Thank you. Thanks, Joe. So to let you know, next week, Andy Gorham's back and he's talking to Kevin Campbell, founder of Lifted Leadership, and they're discussing what you can contribute to the world that 10,000 others would struggle to bring. So that sounds interesting. So Andy will be with you next week. Engage for Success Radio, raising the profile of employee engagement and shining a light on good practice for people who believe there's a better way to work.